Hey folks, welcome back to the Water Cooler. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and listen to us at anywhere <coughs> podcasts can be streamed. What up, what up, man? How you doing? I've been good. Just ready to sit down and talk to you about what's been going on. I heard that. with all this All-Star Weekend stuff. Yeah, the MLB. Better, MLB was huge this weekend, but before First, we get yeah. started. Performance of the day. Yes, we, we missed it. We almost forget that every time. We missed it last time we recorded, and uh, we ain't gonna miss it this time. So my performance of the day just so happens to be coming off probably definitely his biggest win yet, I would say, on tour. Mr. Cameron Smith, the Australian. So on Sunday, he was down but to Rory McIlroy. Uh, he was down about six strokes, I believe, five strokes. Count me if I'm wrong. But he was down, came back and shot eight under on Sunday to shoot 20 under through the whole weekend, which is... That's a big number right there. For a golf tournament, that's a big number. But Cam Smith was my performance of the day Sunday. He got me there. That sounds impressive to me. Every stroke counts. Yeah, he won the U or the uh yeah, what was it? The Open Championship. So it was just it was really nice to see him be able to get his first major tournament and it, I think he's gonna be one of the best to ever do it. Gotcha, man. So Speaking of winning stuff, who won this home run derby? Oh, you know, did you ever get to watch it or not? No, we don't have cable. We cut the cord and I didn't have a way to watch it. Yeah, so Juan Soto actually from the Washington Nationals, he won it. He won with, how many was it, 19? 19 he won. But the first round, dude, Julio Rodriguez from the Mariners, he's 21 years old. But you going out there and hitting, he hit 32 home runs at the first round. And then the second round, he hit 30 home runs which was just, it's absurd because two or three years ago, the I want to say the first place guy had 17 home runs after the third round, and the first place guy, or after the first round this past year, you know, the guy had 32 home runs. It's just, it was wild. It was really fun to watch at the same time. I hate to see that Ronald Acuna didn't win. His pitcher kind of messed him up, but other than that, man, it was awesome. Man, it's crazy to me how... We're the same age as athletes and celebrities and stuff now. Oh, yeah. It's, that is insane to think about. Because, but, dude. This is uh, <laughs> latest NBA draft class. We're like two, three years older than them now. Yeah. And it's just funny to laugh at yourself and think, man, like, look what they're doing right now. And, like, what are we doing? doing? Like, <laughs> We're sitting here talking about it. We're talking about, talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Like, right. They're probably like, the man was water cool. I didn't heard nothing about yeah. that. 100%. Especially it's like, even generally with like YouTube and stuff, yeah. you got like 14 year olds making millions. hundreds of thousands of millions yeah. of dollars. It's like, geez, we were born in the wrong time. We were. We're doing the wrong thing, what? <laughs> but, anyways, I saw the American League won the All-Star game, which, I mean, that's about how it always goes. Nine years in a row, dude, since 2012. It's been since 2012. How bad is that? The National well, even League before that, they were on like a massive streak oh, yeah. too. Then Brian McCann broke it up. Mm-hmm. The GOAT. <laughs> Brian McCann's a legend, dude. I'll always have so much respect for him. It's insane. No, I actually got to meet him one time. Yeah. Super nice guy. I remember the picture. I remember the picture. Yeah, I may have told the story on here before, but I got so nervous. I got to like, ask him a question. I couldn't even think about anything good to ask. I was just like, uh, is Josh Beckett hard to hit against? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I bet. Like, no way. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. For yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I remember that. that didn't fun. ask him, like, well, how should you position yourself behind the plate or yeah. nothing like that. And I was a catcher at the time, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's 
no, I choked. That but, is uh, funny. So, I think we talked about it last time, but just since it's halfway through the season, give us your MLB prediction for the World Series. I think it's either going to be a Subway Series or New York against... Uh, I say that, but it's down between four teams at this point. Three of them being in the NL, one of them being in the AL. It's either going to be the Dodgers, Mets, or Braves in the National League, or I just don't see anybody else. And definitely going to be the Yankees in the American League because they're on such a point now and they're such on a hot streak to where Boston is just not hot enough to be able to come back on them, be able to do anything with that. It's just, it's either going to be, like I said, the Dodgers, Mets, Braves versus the New York Yankees. I'm going Subway Series. But speaking of the Yankees, you got to watch part of this Derek Jeter 30 for 30. Oh, yeah. I watched, I probably watched about the first, what did you say, 15 minutes? Maybe the first 15 minutes of it, dude. And it was just, I could already tell that's going to be one of the best 30 for 30s that they've ever came out with. Guaranteed. See, I feel like, and I texted you this the other day, I think Derek Jeter is going to be baseball's last crossover superstar. Yeah. 100%. Uh, 100%. I feel like Mike Trout, as great as he is, there was a picture online of like Mike Trout, Tom Brady, and LeBron all hanging out. People just like, who's that dude with Tom Brady and LeBron? Like, have no uh, idea who he is. I'll be honest, like, I wouldn't say all that. I don't think the average person could pick Mike Trout out of the lineup. I mean, I, I just think Jerry Jeter holds more weight with the general. Yeah, I mean, public. everybody knows Jeter. But at the same time, if you think about it, people stopped really caring about baseball, I would say. After Jeter, after 04, baseball yeah. really hasn't been the same. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, Jeter is the last. Well, that, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's where it's like, you got a great point, but at the same time, like, it's Mike Trout. Like, nine but, times out of ten, you walk up to someone who knows about baseball, then yes, they, they know Mike Trout. But I say, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, even people like, who don't follow yeah. baseball know who Derek Jeter is. Yeah, yeah. You are right. And if they couldn't picture him, oh, isn't that that dude with the Yankees? Yeah. If you say, like, oh, you know Mike Trout. Is that dude with like the Angels? Fisher? It's a dude with the Angels. No, it's like, he's probably like a fishing tournament, like Bass Pro. Yeah, he's in the Bass Master Classic. Scott Martin and all them. That's funny. Yeah, but you are right. Derek Jeter really, he probably is one of the last ones you could say. You put his face up on a picture or be like, hey, who is this guy? Derek Jeter. You know what else I was thinking too, though, about the Yankees? Their backup, Mount Rushmore, is probably as good as any other team's Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're just, they are the epitome of a franchise. That is the exact thing you want when you say, I own a franchise. Is it ever weird to you how the Dallas Cowboys are the most like profitable sports franchise in America? I don't see how they make more money than the Lakers or the Yankees. Because it's... First off, it's Dallas football. Like The amount of, I guess... And this one goes back to like being from, I guess, the, out there. And all that kind of stuff, you know, being in Oklahoma, you don't have an NFL team. Being in Arkansas, all of those places, you don't have an NFL team. That's like being in North Carolina, South Carolina, you don't have a baseball team. Like, you kind of have to gravitate towards what's hot in the area. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's why the Cowboys have a lot of fans. Just simply they because got a basketball team too. Oh yeah, but I'm saying that's why people gravitate towards the Cowboys is because not only is it Texas, it's Texas football. It's this Dallas Cowboys, baby. It's America's team. Like at the end of the day, it's like it's just Dallas, you know. It's yeah. Just who they are. I don't know. So they're not that good though. Oh God! Like they used to be. They used. They to were be good, good in the seventies and the nineties. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's why they're so big now. Is because in the nineties they were hot shit. Like they were the team of the nineties. You know, you might be in Troy Aikman, Aikman in ninety something. Shit. Shit. Or being Emmett Smith back in the day, like Michael Irvin. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like Deion Sanders too. Yeah. Though. They were. They were just. They were the epitome no, of. I'm not a franchise. I get why they made more, like lots of money, but it just surprised me. Like, I would think the Lakers would be worth more than the Cowboys. Because, I mean, all that stuff you just said applies to the Lakers, too. Yeah. And oh, they're yeah. better way more Big out. time. Yeah. But, I don't know. Just some food for yeah, thought there. Yeah, and it's just weird because, like, I don't really know as to why the Cowboys are even America's team, I guess you'd say. Like, maybe because... That's the Patriots are these days. Yeah, so like, used to be. Yeah, that's very true. I just, I don't know. Like, it's just... A, like I said, a bunch of people in that area gravitate and move back. Actually, I can tell know. you though where the America's team tagline comes from. In like the late seventies, when Roger Staubach was the quarterback, oh, yeah, they were doing like a preseason hype video for the team, yeah, and that was like one of the America's team, like one of the phrases. We're America's team. <laughs> no, you're not. Y'all suck. Shut up. Hey, Roger Staubach has something to say about that. But he didn't suck. Yeah, Zach Prescott and them. Yeah, they yeah. definitely. They have ruined the Cowboys' name. Uh, I think Jerry Jones on that. But Jerry Jones, he's like the Vince McMahon of the Cowboys. He's the best and the worst thing to ever happen to that franchise. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of WWE and all that stuff. Ric Flair's making Ric Flair! Woo! How crazy is Ric that? Ric Flair's last match. Dude, seventy five years old. He's got a pacemaker. He almost died like three years ago. He's, he's going to fight. He's going to fight. Like he's he's coming for Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And that's J E double F J A double R E double T. This is about to get some chops. By God, you heard it first on the water cooler, folks. But no, I think Flair's never gonna win. No, gonna, I mean, why would he not? Yeah, you're not gonna have over nah. Flair's big comeback. This is my last fight ever, but I'm definitely gonna, gonna freaking lose it. Yeah. See, that's that's people give like, I don't know. Sometimes sports are better when they're scripted. Cause like, if it was a boxing match, what if he lost? That would suck, wouldn't it? Yeah, you just get knocked out and you like took him a day or two to wake up. That'd be rough. But it's like, yeah, you know, Flair's gonna win. Yeah. It's gonna be a little feel good moment. That's gonna be fun. No, and I guarantee you, you go up there to Nashville tonight, it happens, it'll be the time of your life. I'm 50 50 on it. You got me <laughs> wanting to. Uh, you buy my ticket, I'm with you. Nah, I'm just fine. No, uh, but know, that'll definitely be something to talk about after that happens. Yeah, 100%. It's going to have to be because that man is. He's something else. He is. He's the greatest he's of just, all time as yeah, far as like entertaining. Like, even entertainment. Like, dude, he's one of the greatest of all time. And not only just wrestling, but the entertainment business alone. Just. He's they a don't make him like that anymore. They quit. It's kind of like crazy. Like, I guess it's a good thing, but no, if you not. look at like how wild athletes in general were back then, like, look at like 
Ric Flair, Mandy Johnson, that whole era. These days, I don't know, kids just, not kids, athletes just sitting, playing video games and yeah. stuff. Like, watch Twitter videos. Mm-hmm. Except for LaMelo Ball, apparently. Yeah. He's living the life. That's a crazy video. But, yeah, I mean, it is wild to see how, like, in, the, in Ric Flair's generation time when he was the hot stuff, this and that, just to see, like, over the years of the evolution of the world as he's gotten older and all this stuff is just, it's wild. And, yeah, it's been... Ric Flair was old, and people were saying he should retire 30 years ago. Yeah. And here he is wrestling. About to wrestle, yeah, I was about to say, 75 with a pacemaker and about to Five wives later, still doing it. That's just, that's a bad man pajama. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a bad man pajama. Speaking of bad man pajamas, though, we gotta talk about Kevin Durant, because he stays being in the news. So, the new report out is that he requested a trade to get the Nets to trade Kyrie. Do you believe it? And if so, what are your thoughts? I don't believe it because they're both going to stay for at least a year. And they'll figure out their problems and they'll figure out that they can't make it to the finals. And, you know, if they end up winning it all this year, kudos to them. But... I just don't see it working out. I don't think he's going to get traded. I think they'll have to be stuck with each other for another year, and I think it'll only cause more commotion. And you'll see both like you'll see both sides of the party and how fake both of them are after the season's over. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I don't think KD... If KD gets moved, I think he's going to the Celtics. If he's not going there, I don't think he's getting traded. No, if he... If, if, he goes anywhere. He'll go to Phoenix. But DeAndre, they don't have the pieces. DeAndre Ayton just signed a new deal, so Phoenix can't trade him. And any trade package they'd offer would have to include Ayton because they're not trading Devin Booker. Yeah, you did get me there. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to trade KD for a thirty-six-year-old Chris Paul. You'd be surprised. Oh yeah, the Nets have done some stupid stuff. I mean, stuff dude, you'd before. be surprised, like. It, it, it would not surprise me if they just took a god-awful amount of first-round picks and a bunch of just bums and then added Chris Paul on it, and they were like, hey, yeah, here's this offer. If you want it, you can have it. If not, then do what you want with it. And another thing that surprised me is how they were so willing to give up Aiton, but once it didn't work in their favor to get KD or anything like that, they were like, yeah, we're just going to stick with Aiton. We yeah, don't that's going to be like, awkward for him. Yeah, like, I can only imagine. I feel like you catch your girlfriend <coughs> talking to her friend about wanting to dump you, and then she decides not to, but you still know about it. She's kind of like, uh, this is kind of weird. Or it's like whenever you, uh, you have a girlfriend and she talks all this stuff about somebody, and then she, like, doesn't necessarily show signs to talk to him and then I know she's like boom I'm, I'm actually with him now that we're done and then the whole time you're just like wait how did that work does that actually does it work does it work like that like what somebody's projecting yeah like how does it work does that actually work like that shout out Jillian McMillan anyway um, that's the second girl I've shouted out on our podcast over the year I love it but yeah dude it, it just you could call her Kevin Durant, I guess you could say. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you can only do what you, 
what you got in front of you. But let's go back to this whole Lakers situation for a second. I, I know, or not the Lakers, the Nets situation. I'm sorry. Because at the end of the day, as an owner, and you bring all these pieces in and you want it to work and all this stuff, how does that make you feel knowing these guys don't even want to be with, like, be with you anymore, don't even want to play here? Look, you want nothing to do with you. Oh, if I'm the <laughs> What Nets, are you doing if you're the owner? If I'm the Nets owner, I don't know his name, apologies for that, but I'd be furious. No, dude. We, like, sold the farm to get you here. Yeah. And both of you are going to request a trade just like that. And we haven't even really given it a good run. And it's just, it'd make me mad. The players, whenever the new CBA comes up, they're in for it. Because the owners yeah. are going to put it to them big time. I feel bad for them. Uh, the owners, not the players. I feel bad for the owners because, I mean, you put so much faith in a person and out of nowhere it's like, bam. You know what, F you, I'm out. So, you know, one uh, thing I was thinking whenever the CBA comes around, what they could do is make a rule where if the players want to trade when they have, like, four years left of their contract, they have to buy their contract out. Yeah, that would be a good like, one. That like, really, I need at least 75%, 80% of your contract up front, and then once the deal is finalized, you give me the rest of your 20%, and I'm out. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, you want to trade, but are you willing to pay like a hundred million dollars for it? Yeah. How that, bad do you want to get out of here? Yeah. That'd like be. That. That'd be definitely put a stop to a lot of super teams. Yeah. That would be. That'd be game changer. But you know, one thing that is sad about the super team era is that it kills friendship. Because oh, yeah. KD and Kyrie were like best friends yeah. before they played together. So maybe it just goes to show you you shouldn't marry your friends. Yeah. Or maybe it ends up like shouldn't a, get in business with them like that, no. especially when it's the NBA. <laughs> yeah, that's no, a definite whatever friends and legacy and hundreds of millions of dollars makes. Yeah. Not a not a good. That's not not something I want to be mixing up. I don't know though. It's just you'll really find out after this season their true colors and like their as how they really are as a person. I feel like if you couldn't already seen it, if you haven't already seen it. You're about to find out. Yeah, well, what do you think about the Lakers? Let you talk yeah. about this report. Phone uh, call. The, uh, the phone call they had over the weekend, supposedly because LeBron's son, Bronny, was in Peach Jam over the week for the uh, UIBL. And, you know, Russell Westbrook has his own AAU team. Or AAU team. AAU team. And uh, so they saw each other over the weekend. I guess they had. They must LeBron must have spoke to Russ Westbrook something like that, but because you know at the Drew League, they were talking. They didn't even say a word to each other. Yeah, exactly. And LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis all had a big old conversation this past weekend about how they're gonna have to make this work. If they can't make it work, then something's gotta give. Like someone's gotta go. Something's gotta have to stay. Like we have to make this work. Well, the thing I read said. They all reaffirmed their commitment to each other. Yeah, like, which I think is code for nobody wants to trade for us at Westbrook, so we're stuck with them for another season. Wouldn't surprise me. And they gotta make it work somehow. I think it's exactly what happened. Yeah. And Westbrook is stuck in that eight situation where like they're bringing back relationships. Like, yeah, your girl tried to trade you, 
but she couldn't, so she decided to stick it out. Yeah. And you just gotta be like, all right, well, I guess I'll make the most of it. But you have to. I think the Lakers are just gonna suck again. Yeah. They're they're screwed. I think LeBron's out of there. Yeah, LeBron's. I'm afraid his could have been legacy is. He's gonna have to settle for being the third greatest player of all time in my book. Yep. That's all you can do at that point once your teammates are done. Like, what do you think going to like a third or fourth franchise would do to his career? Just depends on who and where. Because, well, you don't think him changing teams again though would devalue. It definitely uh, would. No matter where it is, like it's gonna hurt it. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see him being able to go anywhere else without be killing it. It's done, though. I don't, I don't think you could. I don't think you can go anywhere. I don't. No, somebody who's not going anywhere is James Harden. Yeah, he just signed a uh, six-year, $68.8 million. Sorry, two-year. Six, $68.6 million deal. Must be nice. I mean, I don't, I guess, I guess big news, I don't know, James Harden's washed. Well, he took a bunch of, he took a huge pay cut just to be able to stay in Philly. Like, he, he went to the front office and was like, yo, I'm, I'm coming here letting you guys know I want a pay cut to stay. That's how bad I want to win. Well, good. He should have had this mindset, like, four years ago. Yeah, and then he got fat. <laughs> Then he lost all that weight in like a day the second he got traded to Brooklyn. Yeah. When he was in Houston, dude, he was hanging out at the nightclubs all week, getting trashed probably. I couldn't imagine. Hanging out with a little baby? Yep. But I don't know. I think the Sixers are just like that mid-level yeah. East team. They're just, eh. They'll make a couple conference finals, but that's about it. Won't get much done. But that's sad to see... James Harden, Russell Westbrook, all of them out of their prime. Chris Paul's been out of his prime. Getting old. Everybody is. No matter who, like, it's crazy to think about. But one person who's still hanging in there is Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Partially because I saw he was, like, the least pressured quarterback in the league last season. Yeah, that's a big thing, too, about him. He's always had an offensive line. That offensive line stacked and they're good, then that quarterback's gonna be good no matter what. It's just he's like Floyd Mayweather in a way, where he just he protects himself. Yeah. And that's how he's been able to stay around for so long. Yeah. I mean, if you ain't got yourself, who you got? That's true. Now the guy that the Patriots tried to trade for him, Jimmy Garoppolo, replaced him with Jimmy G. Oh yeah, he's, he's about out. To get traded from yep. San Francisco. He'll be donezo here in a day or two, I think. They brought in, or they were drafted Trey Lance, and uh, I think he's just going to come in there and pretty much own Jimmy G's spot because Jimmy G's got, he's been getting hurt, shoulder surgeries, shoulder injuries, that's all the time. Not Lost being able the to. Super Bowl. Yeah. Usually you get traded a couple years after you, like Matt Ryan. Like, yeah. It's the loser's Which. curse. Matt Ryan put that on himself, dude. He was just... That was miserable to watch over the last few years. Like, that was tough to watch. Well, I think Falcon football is still going to be tough to watch. 
Oh, yeah. Now that's probably the season, no Calvin Ridley. And we got Desmond Ritter as our quarterback. It's just not looking good for the old Falk folk. So they'll make a Super Bowl in 20 more years. Yeah, we may be allowed to see it. Now, on Georgia football, Kirby Smart was saying some stuff that put him in the news this week. Mm-hmm. NIL. Said players are making too much money too quickly. I'm sure they would disagree. But what do you think? He's right. You know, like, they don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars. They don't need $25,000. They don't need $30,000 contracts, you know. Like, pay them like they're working a full-time job, you know. Make them go out in the community, you know, sign some shirts, maybe take some pictures, do some community service, and pay them $800 a week or $800 a month, something like that, 1000 like a like a Like a regular job, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe... Maybe. I thought you were about to say $800 an hour for a second. Oh, God, no. Said, maybe seven fifty a week, maybe 700 something like that. Just pay them as where it's not, you know, they're not getting six, five, six-figure deals. Like, that's just not, and especially when they haven't done anything. Like, Arch Manning is going to be worth so much money coming into Texas for an NIL deal. But he hasn't even freaking done anything. He hasn't proved himself. He may get out there and be the worst out of all the Mannings. God knows what's going to happen. Hey, if you open it up to let players get paid, let them get paid what people are going to offer them. Yeah, but it's, uh, just, it's not fair. It's not Archie fair. Archie Manning's stupid, stupid amounts of money just to exist and wear a uniform, shoot, good for him. Yeah, but still it's not fair because there's a quarterback in a D3 college putting up probably fucking 3,000 yards and just killing the game, and he's getting absolutely no credit for it. But he's not Archie Manning. That sucks to suck. Why is Archie Manning who he is? Because he's got a talent, I guess, for people to think it's just. No, 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 no. Why is Archie Manning who he is? His family. There you go. That's the only reason. So when his name, image, and likeness deal needs to get made, it needs to be no, not because you've played five full downs of football in college, it's because you're a Manning. That's all it needs to be said. There is no talent that comes with it. He may have done this in high school, but it's not college. He doesn't deserve the deal until he's played that year, or at least proved that he can play. And then, and then, and then when he does play, the bad thing about it is when he's getting ready to like really like be good in college, Texas is going to be in the SEC at that point. And I damn sure know for a fact if he comes to that SEC, we're putting the horns down over here. Oh, Alabama's going to slack them. Horns down. And I hate it for, you know, the Big Ten and Texas and all of them who don't like the horns down. But I guarantee you come to SEC country and you come to Georgia one good time, front row, back row, top row, outside, inside, left, right, up, down. I don't care. Horns down. And I'm just saying. Just saying. Arch Manning does not deserve what he's getting. It's dumb they offered it to him, but it's hey, not. It's not the system they created, then go yeah. for it, Arch. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, bro. If I was him, I'd be doing that, but obviously I'm not. That's why I'm sitting here saying. That's why you're sitting here talking about it. Yeah, right. But I don't know. I just I feel like NIL in college means you have to have some credibility or some reputation or some type of history in that's my uh, thing. Well, that's a pretty hot one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, what, do you think players should be paid in general, though? Yeah, if they're good and they prove it. 
You know, like, for example, Texas Tech, their top 25 athletes on the football team. So there are 15 scholarships, or 25 scholarships, and 15 walk something like that. Pay, get paid $25,000. Now, granted, they're going to have to do community service, go do extra stuff, all this kind of stuff. And whenever they're done playing college ball, they'll still have to go to West Texas and help out and this and that, which is fine. But $25,000 to do that? I would wake up at 4 a.m. and get home at 5, 6 in the afternoon as a college athlete every day if I got paid that much. I'd go out in the town to eat. You want me to pick flowers for old Nancy Sue? Yeah, you tell me where Nancy Sue lives, I'll be there picking flowers until she tells me to stop. For old Bobby Johnson? You know what I'm saying? Like, just, they, they don't. They don't understand that throwing out money like this is only going to make kids not want to do it because they're getting paid. Eventually, they're going to just be like, oh, yeah, I can just go do this and get paid. I don't really have to, like, do much. I just have to go get paid. Shoot, if anything, it made me want to try hard to be That's what I was, They're going to get complacent with it and be like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I could go out there and do this, but I just have all this money. Why would I need to go do that? I mean, I could see that. Make them less likely to be good in the pros because they're less incentivized to put in that work. Yeah. That's how it's going to go, and that's how it's going to be for the rest of the time being in college football. It sucks, but it is. Well, that's kind of good in my opinion. That would weed out all the people who aren't motivated or just chasing the bag. And in sports, or pro sports, you get the people that actually want to compete. It, it don't work like that. Well, one last thing before we wrap it up. As we're talking, the ESPYs are going on. Oh, yeah. And Steph Curry's been flaming on Steph got a little drunk tonight, I think. He's just been going everywhere on everyone. A little bit of that was Brady on. Avocado tequila. (laughs) Avocado tequila. He was clowning LeBron for not winning the finals in 2007. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, he was on everybody's butt. You see KD's back in the news, too, with the ESPYs. They were asking about that Peyton Manning joke in 2017. Said it was not funny. I think it was hilarious. I man. did too. I did too. You know what I'm talking about, right? He's jumping around or something like that. Him trying to join the women's soccer team after they won the gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny as shit. I don't even care if Peyton Manning, but that was probably my all-time favorite. You don't like Peyton Manning? He's got a big forehead, and he just, oh, 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 no, no, I'm Peyton Manning, no. That's how, uh, every time I hear Peyton Manning talk, that's all I think about. Oh, yeah, I'm Peyton Manning, yeah, yeah, my brother's Eli. He a top three quarterback for you? No, fudge, no. No way. I, I think, I just saw the top of my head, he's probably my third. No, he's definitely top five for me. Yeah, he's top five, he ain't top three. Mm-mm. Do you have Joe Montana number two on your list? Yeah, probably. I got. I probably got Brady Montana Elway. I love John Elway, dude. I like John Elway. Anything about old Elway, baby? Let's get. It. Let's get. It. I like Johnny Unitas. I do. He's too. like my favorite old school football player. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. The Colts quarterback. Yeah, crew cut with the black army boots. Well, I think that about does it for this week. We'll see y'all, folks, next see time. See you all.